girl. Fuck you, Lewis, y'all. Oh, fuck you, Lewis. I will Venmo $20 to whoever can send me that song. So please come together like one of those YouTube, like, uh, uh, Fuck you, Lewis, y'all. Fuck you, Lewis. Fuck you, Lewis, y'all. And welcome to episode 58 of the Skank First podcast, the podcast where each and every week we discuss, we review, and we talk about some of the best offensive podcasts from a week gone by in the Legion of Skanks universe. I am the Aussie Red Bar, the funder from Down Under. Jay, I'm young, I'm hung, and I'm skilled with my tongue. Jay. <laughs> I'm quite enjoying, I'm quite enjoying these intros. They're just fun. Um, welcome. Hello. Um, may have some new listeners on this one for some reason. Um, no news this week again. Well, you know, it's a, it's a pretty quiet week. Nothing's really happening, is it? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I just, I just remembered. It's, it's Skanks week. It's Skanks Fest week. You got a bunch of diehard Skank fans fucking in cubicles fucking in alleyways, fucking anywhere they can, and I'm stuck halfway across the world. Um, yeah, listen, if you're listening to this, this obviously being recorded on the 7th of November, it's just before day three of Skankverse. Um, from what I've seen so far, it looks like it's been a lot of fun. It looks like it's been killer. Um, obviously, you know, people are going to complain. A lot of those, a lot of the complaints coming out of Skankfest aren't actually from Skankfest. They're from people online. They're people on Reddit or Twitter having a bitch. Because they're salty. Because they're not there. Listen, I'm just happy. It's going off of a hitch. No one's murdered anyone. There's only been 14 rapes. Um, most of them were justified. Um, and yeah, it's really good to see it going off without a hitch. So... You know, not to count my chickens before the hatch, there's still one day left. But I think Lewis and Christine and Ralph and Bobby and Alex and all these guys who put so much effort into organizing Skankfest deserve a hell of a lot of credit. Um, yeah, listen, obviously, and we will talk about it a bit later, but there have been some issues with the streams. But all in all, from what I've seen, it looks to be a resounding success. Um, we'll never, we'll never get Skankfest Australia or Skankfest New Zealand. It's never going to happen. Um, so I better start saving up my money for fucking the next Skankfest, which I believe is in New York. Um, yeah, but it looks like a great deal of fun. But we're not here to talk about that today. Obviously, we're here to talk about the week that was, not the week that is. If you're interested, if you want to hear about the Skankfest stuff, tune in to the end of the episode, maybe, as a little bit of a spoiler, a little bit of a preview. But mostly, for anything being recorded right now at Skankfest, come back next week. Alright? Um... Yeah, so let's kick it. Let's get into it. Let's let's fucking lay down the fucking law, lay the pipe, 
let's get straight into it. Honourable mentions for this week. Um, a Weekend with the Parents, the bonfire. Um, very short. So does mum. Uh, stays over his house, stays over Dan's house for a night. Um, and clogs his toilet. So Trish taking some massive shits there. Um, which brings it, you know, like, have you ever clogged the toilet? Like, I, like, personally, never had a situation where I've clogged the toilet. I'm, I've had situations where I've gone to flush from some dirty cunt before, and it's overflown in public restrooms, and I'm going, yep, no, nah, not dealing with that, and walk straight out. Never clogged the toilet at my own place. Um, yeah. And also, in this episode, Jay details a fight he had with an Uber driver that Mateo Lane witnessed. We're going to talk about that later. Um, and Jay's dad let him down again. Even his Jay's dad even lets him down in adulthood. Um, then the last honorable mention, we have Pancake with Natalie Cuomo, Zia Anderson, and Brian Johnson. Um, and just as a side note, just as it's not an honorable mention, but I just want to mention it here. I finally had the time to listen to Natalie Cuomo's, um, Solo podcast, well, not solo podcast, but you know what I'm saying. Um, Help with Natalie Cuomo. I'll probably get a lot of flack for this. Not bad. Very different. If you're a fan of um, the thing is ding, if you're into that kind of stuff, if you're in, if you're a fan of without a country, that sort of stuff. It it was interesting. It's it's something that I would send to my girlfriend to listen to because it's. Relatively same. Don't get me wrong. It's still gas. It's still at Gas Digital Studios. They still talk about mowing people down with AR-15s and killing babies, but it's a lot more tamer. It's a lot more suitable for the the normal audience. All right, let's just pick out some bits and pieces from. I didn't mention this pancake with Natalie Cuomo, Cia Anderson, and Brian Johnson. The chip tipper should. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Chip just in, infested my body. Um, the Chip Chipperson Show. The Chip Chipperson The Chip Chipperson Show. Um, so first thing, Natalie explains like her tattoos to Chip. Not a shocker to most people. Most of them have no meaning whatsoever. They just look cool to her. Um, Natalie talks about her mum being a feminist, which explains so much. Um... And what's more, this is actually a bit of a surprise. Like, apparently she likes Lewis. Lewis took it out, took her out for dinner and had a lovely night. So even feminists can like Luis Gay, Luis Gay Gomez. Luis J. Gomez. Um, they talk about the bush. You know, will the bush ever come back in the style? Um, I've, I've actively said this on the podcast. I love the bush. I think the bush is... Fastly underrated. You know, don't get me wrong, I, I love all pussies. Small, big, red, yellow, black, white. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And that rhymed just by coincidence. Um, but I, I, I think the hair deserves a little bit of credit. It deserves to have, it deserves to come back a little bit. Um, I wrote down, I don't think Natalie fully gets the concept of chipped because at one point she sort of looks at him and goes, is he being real? And that was mostly when Chip talks about his dead dog pancake, which Natalie gets visibly upset at the idea of a dog being set on fire. 
by a man who may or may not be a pedophile. And no, I'm not talking about Chip. Um, and lastly, uh, Lewis's pet name for Natalie is Squirrel Girl, because apparently she wakes up like a squirrel. I, I have no idea fully what that means. I believe that she just jumps out of bed instantly. But can you blame her? She's in bed with Lewis. And if she's in bed with Lewis, high probability she's been molested. At least twice. All right. Let's get into the serious stuff now. The top 10. That is in no particular order and means absolutely nothing. It's just an easy way for me to structure the podcast so I'm not all over the place. Number 10. Gabby's last show with Stavi Baby. Stavi Baby. Stavros Halifanakis. YKWD. It's a short review for this. It's really simple. And if you know Bobby Kelly and you know Stav, you can figure out what this podcast is about. It's Bobby and Stav talking about food and fucking for 95% of the podcast. As they fuck with Gabby, and I use quotation marks for that, it's some dude dressed in a week. It's Halloween. Most of these are very Halloween orientated. The joys of doing a podcast when you can't be bothered to give a bunch of Jews, a Puerto Rican, a gas digital subscription. I live in, I live in back to the future, but people like it. So that's all that matters. All right. Number nine, fat guy hacks with Mark Norman, the lab voice. Um, first off, Norman comes up with very good ideas. Should we let, should we be letting pedos fuck Joe Gorman to weed out, wean them off kid pussy? Like, I'm not a tall guy. I very much have small man syndrome. Um, well, I'll tell you that story quickly before we get into pedophiles fucking Joe Gorman and his hairy ass. Two times this week, I have nearly gotten to a fight at the dog park. So, if you're a new listener or if you just haven't been paying attention, I don't blame you. Um, my dog doesn't like two things, mostly. Well, he doesn't like three things this week. One of them being that he doesn't know how to piss outside and he keeps pissing and shitting on my carpet. The other two things are he doesn't like kids and he doesn't like joggers. If he sees a kid, he will run up to it and he will bark at them. Okay? Joggers and he will chase. So that's why he doesn't like kids because he barks at them, they run, he chases. He's never bitten anyone. Until yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, we're at the park, and there's like 20 dogs there, and there's like four chocolates, and I'm like, oh, this is a bit much. You know, the dog's going to get um, fucking, what's the word? Um, sensory overload. He's just going to, it's, it's too much for him. Um, so we stay there for about half an hour, and I'm like, he chases a jogger, and I'm like, okay, it's time to go. I put the dog in the car because I'm too lazy to walk the 10 minutes to the dog park. And this jogger comes up to me and I'm like, of all the joggers he could have bit, he chooses the 6-6 skinhead who's built out of fucking granite with tattoos all over him. Looked like a cop. He was like, I'm confident in my fighting ability. Some might say overconfident. This guy would have bounced my head off the concrete like a basketball. So I'm putting the dog in the car, and he's like, hey, mate, hey, mate. And I'm like, you're talking to me? What's up? And he's like, your dog bit me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. 
And like we've never done that before, show me. And it was he wasn't bleeding, but he was a bit red. Let's just say that. He he had a little bit of a chunk. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, ah, oh. so like most times I if this this had happened to anyone else, which we'll get to in a second, I would have just yelled and screamed and told him he was a fuckhead. It's an off leash dog park. Fuck off. But unfortunately with this guy, I couldn't be confrontational because he would have beat my fucking ass in. And I went, all right, sorry that happened. Thank you for letting me know. Hopped in the car, drove away. So the next day I go back. Today. Yeah. And there's an old guy who's usually sitting at the park bench. And I'm, I'm like, I know I can fight this motherfucker. Like, I'm like, I'll beat this motherfucker's ass. Sitting at the park bench. And drinking with some fat fucking slobby cunt. Um, and I've got my headphones in. I'm listening to a, a Joe Rogan podcast, which we may or may not talk about today. Um, and he starts saying, he starts looking at my dog and then looking at me and then saying things. But I've got my headphones on, so I pause it. And he, he's, he's saying my dog's got a fucking long body and a little head. And I, then he says, just like the owner. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm going to have to beat this guy up. <laughs> so I keep walking. I walk past him. And then she obviously made a comment to the fucking cunt. And he went, oh, don't worry. He's got, a, he's got his headphones in. And I turned around and I went, what, mate? Sorry? And I looked at him and I was like, do you want to fight? And he put his hands up. He shit himself. And he went, no, 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 nothing. Just joking around. And I went, yes, you are. So I have to find my dog a new dog park because if I keep going at this rate, I'm going to end up fighting someone at the dog park. <laughs> or maybe I should just train my dog not to bite people. I don't know. But it's everyone else's problem besides mine. Anyway, back to Joe, um, back to letting pedophiles fuck Joe Gorman in the ass. Um, it's a joke. Like, obviously, we're, no one, we're not going to let, just we're not going to tie fucking Gorman up to a tree and just let pedophiles have their way with him. I also never realized how short Gorman, Gorman actually is. He's shorter than me. That's saying something. Um, but this, it's a joke, but it actually opens a really interesting topic. Um, should we be giving pedophiles some sort of alternative? Whether it be anime or like dolls they can fuck i i don't know like it the argument is well they won't fuck kids and then the other argument is well they'll just escalate to fucking kids it's hard to say you know like i know we'd all love to just kill all the pedophiles um it would be half of our favorite comedians (laughs) but i don't know what you do like but I, if we can shave Joe Gorman down and we can make him look like a child, I'm game. Anyway, Dalton joins the podcast about 14 minutes later um, to tell us a very interesting story. And I'm glad he made it eventually. Um, so apparently Dalton got jerked off by an old Korean woman in a rub and tuck. Um, and in typical Dalton fashion, he paid for it and he didn't even come. Didn't even come. And he's sitting there. He's like, this old Korean woman was hot. Like, she was she was cute. <laughs> so, first off, I don't know if this fucking mass, this masseuse was actually 
not a prostitute. Because at one point, fucking Dalton's like squeezing her ass while she's saying, and and I quote, to make sure I'm not cancelled in 20 years, you show me your cum. You show me your cum. Oh, Dalton, why don't you show me your cum? No, that was that was Indian. Never mind. <laughs> or oh, you show me your cum, Dalton. <laughs> jing jong, jing jong. <laughs> and yeah, it's funny. Dalton, Dalton should do more of this because it's funny. Also, Dalton may have had an unpleasant experience flying to Skankfest this week. He may have yelled at it. This isn't in the podcast, but he may have yelled at a few... Um, uh, what would you call them? What are the people that work at the front desk at an airport? Um, not stewardesses. You get the idea. He may have yelled at a few people at an airport. He may have had a mental breakdown. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, and lastly, they talk about cancel culture and comedy, which to me was interesting given that little Twitter thing Norman had recently where female can low, low... Z-level comedians were accusing him of being a creepy dude. So it was interesting. It was just like, and listen, this this podcast I'm recording right now, it's going to center a lot about cancel culture and comedy and that kind of stuff, which we'll get to. I don't want to say, I don't want to bust my nut right now. We'll get to it. So let's get to number eight. And that is Dad Meat, Needle Juice with the great and powerful Brian C. Um, they talk about Matt's wedding, obviously, that was last week. Um, uh, who was it? It was Tommy Pope. They talk about Tommy Pope rocking a fucking turtleneck and chains and it just being a tough fucking look. Personally, a lot of the times when I go to dinner, I will rock a long sleeve turtleneck. I like to, I maybe, maybe I'm just getting fucking old, but the turtleneck and the polo is a very underrated fucking look. The chain's a bit much, because I, I'm not a big fan of wearing chains or jewellery in general. But the turtleneck, it's a good look. Um, I can't remember who it was. It may have been Tim. But anyway, one of them tells the story of um, they were at a concert, and their wife leaned over and made a racist joke. And then she proceeded to start fighting in the mosh pit. So they both got very horned up. And he disciplined her sexually. And by disciplined her sexually, I mean she forced him to pick him up and fuck her 69 style. Um, have you? Have I ever been horned up by my girlfriend making a racist joke? Probably. <laughs> Sounds about right. Like, I, I pretend to be racist for a podcast. She's genuinely fucking racist. Like, I have... You know, I'm not just talking, like, everyone's racist in the car. You're like, someone cuts you off, and you're like, you fucking chink this, that. Well, there goes my chance at Saturday Night Live. But, like, we're all a little bit racist. She is genuinely said some abhorrent shit. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Because what are you going to do? Like, everyone's racist in their own home. You have a bad day at work, you come home, and you're like, these motherfucker this and that and this. It's just funny. Um, 
what's the funniest race to make what's the uh yeah what's the funniest race to make jokes of or about and why is it indians i'll tell you right now indians is the funniest race to make fun of without no doubt no question it's fucking fun because you know with the blacks it's a bit sensitive you know with the with the, the asians and the chinese it's a bit topical indians are just dirty fucking people when it's funny <laughs> um yeah uh they talk about chucky sex dolls apparently there is a chucky sex doll can we give that to the pedophiles can we let them have a threesome with the chucky sex doll and joe gorman is that an option um they talk about jennifer tilly destroying a lot of boys pants when uh they first saw her in um chucky I've actually had women I've known who have said that their sexual awakening as teenagers was Jennifer Tilly. You know, the voice, the look. She's like a, a sluttier version of um, Marilyn Monroe. She's very pretty. She's even, you know, she's even pretty now. Um, Six tells the retarded bartender story he told last week on FY, uh, FYI. Um... And he, he mentioned, he gives one of the greatest quotes um, that he probably should have said at the wedding, and that is, all McCuskers are retarded and sexual deviants. Um, and lastly, they talk about getting into fights, obviously. And this is a proven statistic. Girls, 100% of the time, if they see you get into a fight, at a minimum, if you don't back down, you get pussy credit. So what I mean by that, if a girl sees you get into a fight, if it's defending your honor or you just, you know, shit happens, you're getting pussy as long as you don't bitch out. If someone gets in your face, you're getting pussy. As long as you don't back down. If you back down, well, she's going to peg you. Which hey, might be your thing. But um, yeah, never back down for a fight. I've obviously told the story here. But I think he was, I think he was like episode like seven. Um, on the third date with my now very long-term girlfriend, we were walking down St. Kilda. We had just had dinner together. We were just walking. And I was smoking at that time. I was smoking cigarettes. Um, and this homeless guy came up to us. Once again, I pick fights. I, I pick fights with people I know I can beat. <laughs> I could have beaten this guy. And he came up to me and he, Asked for a cigarette. And I went, nah, man, sorry, this is my last one. And it was. And then he starts, you know, being all crazy cat lady. And he gets, he takes a step forward and gets in my space. So I just give him a two-handed shove backwards. And um, my girlfriend drags me away. And um, he's like, what the fuck's the matter with you? And I'm like, what do you mean? He got in my personal space. Um... Listen, she's not a fan of me fighting for the obvious reason. Um, mostly because I overestimate my fighting abilities and I will get my head bounced off the concrete. But um, I'm sure that gave me some pussy points because I did fuck her about three weeks later. All right, what are we up to? Number seven? Number seven. All right, quick one. It's Come Town, Potapori, Potpori with JP. I never figured out who the fuck JP is, but he was very funny. Um, I, I must say, when... Come Town has a guest. And I did say that, right? I said Come Town, 
Potapori with JP. Yeah, good. It's a lot more easy to talk about. It's a lot easier to, to structure how I'm going to talk about a podcast. Um, and I miss the days of when Ian would show up and Shane and those were the good old days. The vintage shit. You know what? Turn this podcast off right now. Go to YouTube and there's a 10-hour compilation of Ian Finance on Comtown. Go and just go listen to that. Or go find Shane Gillis. It's much better than this. All right? But if you stayed, you're a fucking idiot. But if you did, it's appreciated. Um, they talk about the craziest shit you've ever seen on a train. Um, I I once saw two lesbians beat each other out on a train. That was fun. You know, when I used to, back in the day when I was younger and I used to work in the city, I saw some pretty, pretty wild shit. But yeah, that was probably the wildest thing I ever did. I saw was two lesbians eating each other out and they weren't attractive but pussy's pussy you know what I mean um then they uh, say baseball was gay and they proceed to talk about baseball for 15 minutes I don't care you know they talk about the rumors of Vin Diesel being gay um which I believe is the whole thing with Paul Walker I believe that there are rumors that Paul Walker and Vin Diesel had some sort of gay fling Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, they talk about black people loving David Blaine. And then they go into a bit about David performing gay magic, sliding a fire hydrant all the way up his ass. Um, and lastly, any Come Down podcast where we get a Adam's Dead impression from Nick will always be spoken about on this podcast because it is, uh, it is Nick's greatest impression and it is the funniest impression. Is when he does Adam's dad. Adam, why are you sucking that man's dick? <laughs> it's fucking funny. All right. Now we get in. Now, now we get into some long stuff. Some really some deep cuts. And this room is turning into a sweat box. Thank you for sticking by. If you're still here, um, and that is number six, Mister Cheapers, with Kim Condon and Alex Scalano. The Real Life Podcast. Um, Alex and Kim find out that Shannon hits herself when the internet goes down and they they look almost genuinely concerned. Um, Kim, Kim this week has just been fucking fantastic. It's been fucking golden. Um, so Lewis says, I hate cutters. They bug the fuck out of me. Kim, instant, straight back. Of course you did. Of course you do. One of them killed your dad. <laughs> it's funny because Lewis's dad's a dick. It was great. Um, Lewis talks about the problem isn't them cutting. It's them showing the cuts where they, you know, they wear shirts or skirts or shorts. Um, I've dated cutters. I've dated past cutters and I've dated cutters, people that were cutting while they were with me. It's, it's a lot to deal with. Like, I think it's, I want to speak out of turn, but I think it's something that's becoming less likely. Like kids are just killing themselves now. I don't, I don't think kids are cutting as much as they used to. 
Like cutting was the older rage in the early 2000s and the late 90s. I don't know if cutting's a big thing in 2021. I might be wrong. If you're a cutter, please um, DM me on Twitter and send me some pictures of your cuts. Um, yeah, and actually, Lewis, as much as he said he hates cutters, admits to once being a cutter because of a band he liked. He cut the name of a band into his arm like a gay little emo bitch. I've never cut. I don't get the idea of it. It's just weird. Um, surprisingly, Lewis's girlfriend, Natalie's not a fan of horror. Um, you don't need to like horror movies when you wake up next to Lewis J. Gomez. Hey! Hey, yo! So Lewis is giving her a horror movie masterclass. Which leads Lewis to... What he tries to center this podcast on, even though all Zach and Kim want to do is just, well, more Kim just wants to fucking derail the podcast and mock Lewis. Um, so the whole thing Lewis is trying to center this on is the scariest horror movie slasher characters. And they decide between the, 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 the golden trio. And that is Mike Myers, Jason, or Freddy. Um... I then wrote, nobody brain fucks with Lewis better than Kim, because she's just, she's high, and she's got no interest in it. Um, and, uh, if you're asking me out of those three, Mike Myers, Jason, or Freddie, I'd say Freddie, personally. I just, I, I wasn't, I didn't really grow up with Halloween. Um, Jason as a character is it's just a knockoff of Mike Myers. Freddie had charisma. He had personality. He had it. You know, he was genuinely not as scary, but he was. He had it. You know. And besides, who didn't want to have a fucking fingerless fucking a finger fucking claw hand? Like some dope shit. Um. So they play fuck Mary kill with Jason Myers and Freddie. Um. I think Kim and Alex both choose to... They they both choose roughly the same answers, but it doesn't matter. Um, And then Shannon just brings some fucking dark and depressing shit to the fucking podcast. Like, the stories she brings. I'll give you an example. Kids in Houston who were found with the remains of their sibling that had been there for over a year. So these, these three kids had been living with the remains of their dead brother for over a year as they lived in squalor. These stories, they get, they're dark and they're troublesome. Um, seven-year-old mauled to death by a family dog that they had recently adopted a week before. And it, was, it wasn't a big dog. It was, like a, it was like a fucking Jack Russell. It was a, it was a small dog. Um, Afghan family who sold their baby, their baby daughter for $500 to feed their family and their three boys for a few months. Um, yeah, it's dark shit. I don't even want to talk about it because it's just dark shit. I'm not, I can't make a joke out of that. Um, Alex tries to buy Paco's dog for 1500 bucks. Um, you pay 1500 bucks. You know, you got to take into consideration, like, the chip cost and the vet cost and the injections cost. Like, give, give him, like, two Gs. Um, they look at deformed dogs. Uh, Lewis tells us how his car... 
Hold on. What the fuck did I write there? Sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what I wrote there. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Lewis tells his turtle story. If you're not, if you're been a Legion of Skanks fan for a long time, you know the turtle story. If you knew and you didn't listen to this podcast, I'll try my best to fill you in. So, for Christmas, Lewis's heroin addicted whore mother bought Lewis a turtle for Christmas. It's what Lewis wanted, um, but she didn't buy a tank for the turtle. So this. Turtle lived in a cardboard box under Lewis's bed. Lewis then, being Lewis, was at the pond one day, or the park, and at the pond he saw another turtle. Had scars all over him. This was a this was a battle hardened turtle. This was a hood turtle. Um He took the turtle and brought it home to live with his pet bought, his store bought turtle. So he's essentially just stuck a normal, well-adjusted person in a box with a cholo. (laughs) Until one day, Lewis had ADHD and forgot to feed them, and he opened the box, and they were both dead. They had started to rot because Lewis had forgotten about them. Um, Yeah, this... I don't know what to say. It's just, it's, it's, it's 10 year old Lewis J. Gomez. Like the poor kid at one point was playing in fucking fiber class. Um, and that's really it. Lewis um, talks about how he used to do the, you know, magicians where they cut the box in half. No, not that one. Sorry. That trick where they put knives in the box and the lady inside like dodges it and she doesn't get stabbed. Lewis used to do that trick with his cat. Yeah, listen. There's a really good reason that the, the, the fucking pin tweet on Lewis's Twitter account is, and I'll pull it up just for the fun of it, because it's, it's very apropos. Luis Gomez. And it's, it's very true. Here we go. My father was stabbed to death at... My father was stabbed to death outside of a strip club, and my mother was a heroin-addicted prostitute. You should be thanking your lucky stars. The worst thing I do is an offensive podcast. I should be a serial killer. It's true. It's fucking accurate as fuck. <laughs> Alright, that's that's the end of that. They do it, it doesn't live or doesn't die, but it's very anticlimactic. Alright. What are we at? 34 minutes. All right. What's after this one? All right, we're gonna do the next one, then we're gonna take a break because I wanna, I wanna finish. I got a treat for you. The next, the next four podcasts after this one may be some of the best podcasts from the year. All right. So number five, stuck in a bit hole, Kim Condon and Alex. No, arriba, arriba. Bye guys. Those girls are on fire this week. Um, they asked the question, what's gayer sleepovers? Um, who had the, sorry, who had the gayer sleepovers, boys or girls? It's girls. I never went to a sleepover as, as a kid and saw any gay shit. And if it was happening, it wasn't happening around me. 
Um, they talk about the greatness of Mel Gibson and the fact that great art comes from crazy people and chaos. It's true. And as, and they mentioned it in the podcast, why all head chefs are nuts is because that's where art comes from. Cooking is art. Um, that's why kitchens are so chaotic and are so demanding. It's because great things come out of kitchens. Good food comes out of kitchens. Same with art, movies, music, painting, whatever the fuck. It all comes from chaos or a crazy person at the helm of it. Um, they talk about it with people who tell the attendant. I really didn't word this the right way. So when you go to a funeral, all right, let's say, you know, your grandpa died and your, your aunties and your uncles and your mum want you to wear colourful clothes because your grandfather's favourite colour was red. I hate that shit. And Kim hates that shit. Wear black, like a normal fucking person. Um, Kim tells tales of owning dogs and living in Puerto Rico. Um, Kim thinks cats are dirty animals because they shit and piss in a box. Well, I can tell you dogs are also dirty animals because this one shits and pisses on my carpet. It's a $500 carpet, too. It's a nice carpet. It's been ruined. Um, but, yeah, it has no problems with ass to mouth. Um, you know, she'll suck a dick after it's been her ass. She's got no problems with that. Um, they talk about squeezing dog anal glands. It's a disgusting thing. Just take your dog to the vet. Don't do it. Um... Not trusting single dudes who own cats, but loving dog owners. The one good thing about this dog when he's not trying to bite a child's hand off gets me a great deal of pussy. Women love this dog until he opens his mouth and they see those big white fucking teeth. Um, Kim talks being a, a, an aggressive person outside the bedroom, scaring dudes, but then in bed being very submissive. It's true. Um, a lot of chicks with big personalities are often submissive in bed. It's the quiet ones that you have to worry about. The quiet ones are the ones that want to chain you up and fuck you with a 12-inch dildo. The loud ones are just, they just want to be loved and fucked. Quite rough. Um, then they, um, they talk about a male contraceptive where you dunk your balls in a liquid before fucking and it kills, like, the spermicides or something. Um... They talk about female contraceptives that make women insane. Um, I I thought women were pretty insane to begin with, but like you can't win either way. A girl gets on a period, she's highly emotional. A girl's fucking taking a fucking contraceptive pill, she's crazy. You can't fucking win. Women are fucking nuts in general. Um they talk about once you go no condoms, there's no going back. True. It's a rule. It's like an unwritten rule. If you fuck a chick without a condom, she is either you're either going to break up with her or she's now your girlfriend because you're not putting the condom back on. It's like... Imagine having ice cream and not having taste buds and then magically having ice cream and having taste buds. You can't go back. There's, there's, there's a point of no return. And, and well, so they're talking about cramps and periods and I turned it off in the last 10 minutes because I don't want to hear bitches talk about their periods. 
or cramps. I don't care. Fuck you. No woman listens to this podcast anyway. No man wants to hear about your periods or the blood gushing out of your cunt. Okay? Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back for what I... Not to hype it up a bit. don't want to oversell you. But this might be interesting. It might be very interesting. We'll be right back. It's the only real podcast yeah. left. You even say in your intro how much this show sucks. It's the, it's the only real podcast left. Fill her up. Beat it with all that dork shit, dude. <laughs> and we're back for part two of the SV podcast. All right. No more fucking around. No more fucking cock teasing. Let's get straight into it. Number four, Eve's Apple with Sean Donnery and Mike Cannon. The real ass podcast. The only real podcast left. Um, they asked Lewis, would Lewis trade a young Natalie for Shannon and his smoke show of an ex-wife? Um, to sort of have like a sister-wife sort of relationship. It's too... Is two truly better than the price of one? Think about it. If you could trade your wife or the current girl you're with for the sexy co-worker and your ex-wife, would you do it? Probably not, because what would happen is they'd both gang up on you and they'd both give you shit. I'll take what I have for the moment. I'll take what I have at this time. And I forgot to turn the fan off. Shit. Come here, you fucking cocksucker. There we go. Sorry about that. Should we re-record that bit? Probably, but I can't be bothered. Um, they talk about lesbians feeling pressure to hook up with trans women over fears of being called transphobic or bigoted. Um, so essentially, you have to fuck a fake pussy or you're a, you're a bigot. Um That is such an oxymoron. Like, no one wins in that situation. If you're a lesbian and you don't want to fuck the the trans woman with the fake pussy, then you're a bigot. But if you do fuck her, that's technically not... Is that not rape? Like, we live in, we live in such a strange, strange society. Okay. Now, the, 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 the main reason that I put this so highly on my imaginary list that makes no sense and means absolutely fucking nothing. They talk about Dave's special and his response to the trans community. Um, Lewis apropos says this, and I think it's quite elegant. Um, what Dave did wasn't brave. He was at zero risk of losing anything. What Lewis, what he does, Lewis, does is brave because... He's lost any chance of being mainstream. You will never see Luis J. Gomez on Saturday Night Live or a late night show or release a comedy special with Comedy Central or HBO or anything. Just because of the comedy he's done. So they talk about his response and his special and um, they poo-poo a little bit on the special, which, listen... This is three great comedians and Louis J. Gomez. It's four great comedians with probably over 75 a year's experience giving some real honest views on Chappelle and his special that the average fan like you or me 
just we wouldn't just we wouldn't see it. Like, listen, I have zero years of experience in, in stand up. Um, I'm a podcast fan first. I'm a stand up fan second. Um, if you're listening to this, maybe you've done a you've done an open mic, or you know, maybe you were you're committing yourself. But these four gentlemen have more comedy experience than all of us put together. All right. And I say this because, like I said, they poo-poo on him a bit, saying he's that Dave's a bit up his own ass, and he's just really speaking in circles. So he's saying a lot, but he's not actually saying anything. Sort of like what I do on this podcast. Um, they talk about is Dave phoning it in, or is or his crowd just giving him not giving him honest feedback? If you go to a Dave Spell, you know special or a stand-up thing, you're going to cheer because it's Dave Chappelle. Um, Lewis talks about Dave being complacent in comedy. Um, I think Lewis, like Dave Smith, Dave Smith thinks Dave Chappelle's the GOAT. And I'm inclined to agree with Dave Smith. I Smith. I think Lewis doesn't think so highly of Dave Chappelle as Dave Smith does. Um, anyway, so here's, here's the part I really want to get to. Apparently, the, late, the, the racist live chat, while they're having this 30-minute conversation, weren't fans of Lewis talking about Dave Chappelle or anything like that. I think one of them said, you know, Lewis complaining about Dave being complacent when Lewis has been complacent in comedy for 10 years or something along those lines. Here's the thing. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is just something I like. I enjoy the inside baseball talk. We talked about it last week. I enjoy when they sit there and they talk about comedy because I learn something from it. And they make jokes. That's why I love all these podcasts I talk about. Because I can learn something and I can laugh at it. And that's the best way for me to learn, to retain knowledge. I love this shit. I love when they break down Dave's specials or, you know, Dave Chappelle's comedy now compared to 10 years, 20 years ago. It's fun to me. Because it's really insightful. It's an expert talking about a craft they know. And whether you like... Zach Amico or Mike Cannon or Lewis's comedy, they're very knowledgeable in it. They know the craft. Same way if you're a mechanic, you know how a car works. Or if you're a carpenter, you know how to lay a rug. Or for me, as an ex-chef, I know how to cook. You would take advice from someone like that. You would listen to it. And if you enjoy comedic podcasts, you should really take in this stuff. That's why... I wrote a bunch of other notes for this podcast. Um, And I'm not going to talk about it. That's why. You know, I could be very easy to talk about it, but I'm not going to. Because that 30 minutes to me personally is better than the rest of this podcast. I can talk about Fauci killing dogs and fucking, you know, the whole reason that it's just some sort of fucking political psyop for you to hate fucking Fauci and Fauci didn't really kill the dogs, so on and so forth. Or, or ways you can beat, beat your woman and get away with it. Go listen to the podcast if you want to hear that. 
Seriously, because I think... And I'm going to sound like a cocksucker here. I am. I see it a lot on Reddit. I see it a lot on Twitter. If a comedian with over 10 years of experience wants to talk about comedy, listen to it. Like, don't just dismiss it or make ha-ha jokes because you think you're being edgy or cool. Fucking take it in. Like, I really enjoy this shit. The finer parts of it. So if you want to hear the rest of what Lewis talks about, skip about 30 minutes into the podcast and listen to it. But this whole, and it's mostly on Reddit, and I think it's a bit on the Discord too, which they won't let me in because I'm a renegade. I also just don't know where to find it. But it's, take don't don't be dicks. Like, be dicks, you know, call Lewis a pedophile, call Jay a pedophile, call Dave a pedophile, call everyone a pedophile. Or make fun of them because they're racist or because they say stupid shit. Don't knock them when they're actually talking about something they genuinely care about. Something that they've given a lot of their life to. So, yeah. It's probably faggy of me to be like, I'm not going to talk about it because the fans are mean. But fuck you. Seriously. Lewis and Zach and Dave and Jay should talk about this shit more. I want to hear about cancel culture and comedy. I want to hear about why Dave's special isn't the best special ever. Even though I, I thought it was. You know? That's how you get, that's how you become more knowledgeable on something. So yeah, number three, Addicted to Chill Pills with Vito and Dick Masterson. Um, Lewis almost found a way to get into a fight with an Uber driver while driving his own car, which I must say is an accomplishment in itself. So he tells the story that an Uber driver is pulling over in the middle of the road as the passenger unloads a new TV from the boot. Now, as someone who bought his flat screen TV and took it home in an Uber in an Uber because he didn't have a car at the time, had I stopped in the middle of the road to get my TV out, I would have been quite upset also. Um So Lewis gives the Uber driver a toot on the horn. TV guy thinks it's for him, gives Lewis the whoa mate, calm down, I'm walking here. Lewis doesn't take kindly to that. Because we all know that is the worst thing you can do to Lewis. So you can see where this is going. Um, Lewis says, why don't you... Lewis says, why don't you get... Uh, They they have a back and forth. And the guy says to Lewis, why don't you get out your car and I'll kick your ass. Um... No, Lewis says, "Why don't I kick? Why don't I get out and kick kick your ass?" TV guy says, "Why don't you get out and try it?" And that's the last thing you want to say to Lewis. You don't say try. You don't say get out and try. Um, it essentially ends in two dudes talking shit face to face. No punches are thrown. So there wasn't much violence. Lewis restrained himself, which he's getting a lot better. Um, they watch a video of a dude on train smack the. <clears throat> teetotal shit out of a bitch after she said to him to take a chill pill while her boyfriend watches on right next to her. Some may say he took too many chill pills that day. 
And then Jay details the fight that he got into with an Uber driver. So he, he's on a plane with Mateo Lane and they're on the same flight. And they're like, would you like to, you know, we're going to the same place. Would you like to catch an Uber back? Or an Uber that the, her, the um, uh, that had been organized for Jay. So Jay and Mateo try to open the doors. They, they pull on the door handle. It doesn't open. Um, so Jay goes up to the Uber driver. The Uber driver explains to him, it's the wrong car, mate. You know, it looks exactly the same, but it's the wrong car. Jay apologizes. He goes to walk away. Um, Uber driver winds down his window and says, hey, don't yank on the door handle so hard. Um, they get into a bit of a back and forth and the guy gets out the car and Jay pushes him. Now, he pushes him with so much force that he ends up running back into his car. Um, Jay later runs in to the same Uber driver later on and the Uber driver is in his car and he's, he's jawing, he's talking shit. Um, talking mad shit um, at Jay. So Jay drops his stuff and starts going towards the Uber driver and starts mashing his face. Not punching, just just fucking with him. Like, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? It's And they mentioned on the podcast, mashing is something that very rarely happens these days. Usually it's pushing or shoving, but it's never mashing of the face. Um, with his hand while he... Well, this is happening while they're the guy's backing up from Jay and Jay's mashing him in the face and opening all the doors on the Uber car just to fuck with him. Jay pushes him in the back one more time to tell him to get the fuck out of here. And he yells, get the fuck out of here with your faggoty ass vest. Looks at Mateo and says, sorry, Mateo. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's it's really the unspoken bond Lewis and Jay have. They just love to beat the fuck out of Uber drivers. That's <laughs> uh, um, when was the last time you put your hands on a guy aggressively? Well, it nearly happened yesterday, but the actual last time I put my hands on someone aggressively. Oh, it was the homeless person we talked about before. That was probably the last time, like four years ago. Um, so at 37's into the podcast, Dick, who, Dick Masterson, who I have a bit of prior knowledge to, um, thanks to the PKA podcast, which is a podcast I would love to listen to more. It's just four hours fucking long. So I listen to clips on YouTube. It's a very good podcast. I'm a very big fan of it. Um, I would love to talk about it on here, but it's very, it would be a two hour podcast alone reviewing one episode. It's just not worth my time, but it's a great podcast. Um, and Paul. So they join the pod and they talk about being the activist or the anti-activist at the Netflix Dave Chappelle protest. And this is where this episode of Legion of Skanks becomes sort of part of the problem, but in a good way. Um, Lewis and Jay and Dave, they ask really good questions, you know, interesting, thought-provoking, intelligent questions to both Dick and Paul. They talk about the cult that is the LGBT community, uh, why they didn't fight back, um, etc., etc. 
now I'm going to roll with it. I'm not going to, I'm not, there's too much here to talk about. Like, they're there for the rest of the show. It was great. Truthfully. And if you only have this week an hour to listen to a podcast, make it this one. Truthfully, just, I don't want to go on the spiel again. I literally just went on the spiel. But this is really interesting stuff. It's really thought-provoking. You know, I know I said on the, the, the real last episode we talked about before, you want to listen to it, you want to listen to what the funny shit Lewis says, go listen to it. If you want to maybe learn something or have, you know, have something to challenge you intellectually, go listen to this. Um, I lost my spot. Anyway, they, they, Paul and Dick, they stay around. So they talk about a guy who claims his girlfriend choked to death on choked to death on his cock is acquitted of all charges. And you might be like, they talked about this like six months ago. I remember talking about it. The funny part of this is the lawyer claimed it was essential the jury see his penis to fully understand the situation. Um... There's very differing opinions on this. Some say that he did, she didn't choke from his cock. He just, she choked because he was on top of him. He was on top of her, etc., etc. But what a way to fucking kill a bitch. Like, I've heard stories of chicks passing out because she's, they're taking big cocks. But to kill someone with your cock is a fucking story that I would be telling everyone. I feel horrible for killing my girlfriend, but even after I got over that grief, this is a story I would tell everyone. Um, yeah, and lastly, Lewis, explain, uh, um, Lewis explains why when he gets old, he still wants to fuck young puss. Um, and then is surprised when they tell him it's creepy for a seven-year-old man to fuck a 23-year-old. Out of, like, I'm not here. I'm, I don't even know if I'd be able to get it up at seventy. I can barely get it up at fucking twenty nine. You know, like, fuck, trying to. I have a stroke. Although it would be a nice way to die. All right, we're nearly there. Number two. Four inches with Colin Tyrrell, Brandon Sagalow, Legion of Skunks. <laughs> um, they talk about Lewis being a cool ass dad going all out for, for Halloween turning his house into a house of horrors um, they ask a question that's never truly answered where is the spleen on the human body I always thought it was like I actually thought it was where the liver is but I think it's somewhere higher they, I don't fucking know what the spleen is who gives a fuck where the spleen is um but, you know, like, I didn't even have this written down. I just remembered it. I think Lewis makes the joke that Dave Smith is the spleen of Legion of Skanks. Like, you can survive without it, but it's just not going to, just not, you're just not going to fucking, just not going to be as good. I thought that was funny. Lewis gives a preview of Dylan versus Harrington at Skankfest that is happening today. As of the recording of this episode, it is day two of Skankfest. I think earlier in the pod, I think I said it was day three. It is 
It's Sunday in Australia. You have to excuse me. Dylan versus Harrington today. Um, I think Lewis gives the win. I think he says he's confident that Dylan will get the win. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm going to put my cards on the table right now. I'm going to say Harrington gets the win. It'll go to a decision, but Harrington will get the win. And he will vomit at least once. Um, they watch an intergender MMA fight while eating pizza on the pod. Um, it's a gay guy versus a girl. And the fag beats the brakes off her. Um, I also just want to touch on the pizza thing quickly. Once again, a lot of bitches on Reddit complaining about it. Listen, I get it's unprofessional to eat pizza on a podcast. I feel bad vaping on a podcast. I still do it because I don't give a fuck. But here's the thing. It's skanks week. All right. If you're listening to a Legion of Skanks podcast, you expect this stuff. I expect Lewis to eat on the podcast. I expect them... I expect Colin Tyrrell to be so completely drunk he cannot even give his plugs. It comes with the territory. You want a professional podcast, go listen to Joe Rogan. Um, they uh, read an article, state, um, I can't, what was it called? Uh, seven trans comedians literally funnier than Dave Chappelle. Not funnier, not possibly, literally funnier than Dave Chappelle. Um, Lewis talks that he doesn't want to trash them simply because they didn't ask to be in the article. Written by a white woman. Spoiler alert. He does trash them a little bit. <laughs> it's quite funny. I actually know... One of them is Australian. I actually know of her. Um, I can't remember her last name, but her name's Jordan. A very funny male comedian. And I say male as in past tense. When she was a man. Very unattractive female. <laughs> and I can guarantee you... This portion of the podcast where they talk to her, we'll get back to her. And I'm sure she will call for the cancellation of Legion of Skanks. And the Legion of Skanks will have their own Hannah Gatsby, Dave Chappelle moment, which will just be comedy gold. All right. Now to the highlight of the show, which you all came playing for. So they, they're talking about one of the trans girls and how she's probably got a big cock. So they start talking about cock sizes. And Brandon says that he has a fine cock. You know, it's a, it's a decent cock. Quickly backtracks and says that seven, having a seven-inch cock is ridiculously too big. And then they he finally they finally get him to say how big his cock is. And he says it's three or four inches high. And they look at him in amazement. It's like, you're fucking joking. <laughs> you're fucking joking. And they start to laugh uncontrollably and mock Brandon. As Brandon tries to laugh it off and um, play it off, you know, make some witty jokes and make fun of himself. Um... And then says he's stupid. He just doesn't know measurements. Uh, the balls. Are, it's even balls of stupidity on Sags. To say this. I genuinely believe. That he thought four inches was. A decent cock. I genuinely believe that. And this comes from someone who has like. At best a six inch cock. Don't have a big cock. But there's no way. Like you. You know, everyone knows. Never tell someone the, the, the minimum is six. Right? I have a six inch cock on a good day. It's probably more like five. But I'm not going to go up to a bunch of people and tell them I have a four inch cock. 
Like, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so the, the best part. They convince Sags to call his girlfriend. And she calls him. So Sags calls her. It's like, honey, how, how big is my penis heart? And she says straight out, four. Four inches. The crowd loses it. Lewis loses it. Jay loses it. Dave loses it. Columns loses it. Everyone loses their fucking minds. The crowd goes nuts. The funniest fucking thing. It may be the funniest bit this year. Truthfully. It was fucking gold. Granted, she does admit he he, he uses it very well. And he, you know, he knows what he's doing with his forage but Brandon Sagalow has a four-inch cock. <laughs> she even states he, he, he may even do it better than someone with a real dick. Um, I genuinely don't know what's worse. Everyone knowing that Sags has a small dick or now he knows that he has a small dick. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm telling, it's the funniest bit of the year. It is. It's fucking gold. Um, they finished the transmit. No one really cares. Column's drunk. I, I'm on at this point. I'm on the floor laughing at work. I need a cigarette. Everyone's just the the crowd is just exhausted from what they've just heard. No one gives a fuck because everyone's still laughing or processing Sag's four inches clock. Also, we're probably about twenty five minutes in. Column is completely gone. He is wasted out of his fucking head. Um, to the point, like I said, he can't do his plugs. It, it, this is great. I truthfully, I love this episode. It's funny. The, the talk about the trans comedians and the Sagalow part was just amazing. But not number one. Why? Well, that's very simple because number one is the Joe Rogan experience with Gilbert Godfrey. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I, I did listen to about 30 minutes of the episode with Gilbert Godfrey. Um, you say when you talk like, no, I can't do a Gilbert Godfrey. You know what it is. It's the Joe Rogan experience with the golden trilogy. The Golden Duo. No, that's two people. The Golden Trio. Shane Gillis, Mark Norman, and the great Irish chef here. Um, I was originally just going to say that that was number one and say goodnight to you all. But I did write a few notes. Listen, it's a three-hour podcast. We'd be here all day. This is great, though, because it's just... It's Joe Rogan... Not taking himself so seriously. Sorry, Shafir, who just loves chaos. Shane Gillis' second appearance. And Mark Norman just playing the role of world's greatest sniper. Um, so anyway, they talk about Lewis versus Alice. And everyone besides Rogan picks Lewis to win. And Ro- uh, to be fair, fucking Rogan throws a bit of fucking shade on Lewis. Which, if it happened any other week, would be the, the, the talk on every Lewis podcast there was. Um, 
essentially Rogan says, you better fucking, you know, spend time with Lewis now before he gets brain damage. Um, Shane shares stories of working with um, Louis C.K. Um, Mark shares stories on farting on his bed and getting mad. Um, Ari unveils his shirt that he was selling on Thursday, um, his Lewis Loves Young Boys shirt um, that he's selling at Skankfest. Oh, sorry, you know, $1 for every ticket bought to the Irish Fear and Shangula show will go to Namla in, in Lewis J. Gomez's name. That's already happened. That's in the past. We all know that. Uh, Rogan keeps throwing shade, saying that Hellas is going to fucking beat his ass. Um, everyone besides Ari turns on Lewis and says he's going to lose. The only person who stuck by Lewis on this pod was Ari. Everyone's like, oh shit, Ari, Lewis is going to get his head kicked in. Um, Norman talks about nearly dying from a fent- fentanyl lace Xanax. Um, Rogan talks about the biggest penis he ever saw. Shaped up, Shane does his Trump impression that is perfect. Um, Rogan admits to shaving his ass and be able to suck his own dick. <laughs> I love Rogan when he doesn't take himself seriously. I love this podcast. It's great. Um, they talk about a whole bunch of stuff with weed. They um they talk about Norm Macdonald, obviously. Four, four great comedians with... I'm pretty sure there's over 100 years of experience of comedy in that room. Which truthfully, yeah. Um, they talk about R.E.P. and cups and bottles and not knowing how to use a toilet. Um, which celebrity would bother you the most if they died? If we were just keeping it in the, the skankverse? Lewis would probably bother me the most just for the simple idea that he has a son that's very young. Um, Dave Smith would be assassinated. It wouldn't be a surprise. Jay would die from diabetes. Rogan would probably die from an assassination. Who would up? Which celebrity would upset me the most if they died? Yeah, it's probably Lewis. I would probably say Lewis. Or Jay. Um, Rogan, you know, sarcastically floats the idea of making this a weekly podcast, 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 claiming it would be the biggest podcast in the world. And by the end of this podcast, Shane Gillis is 10 beers deep. Norm's got his glasses on, Ari's pissed in a bottle, and they are all completely fucking stoned and drunk out of their mind. And on that note, that can, oh, no, it doesn't. That does not conclude today's podcast. I repeat, that is not the end of the podcast because I have a special treat for you. This isn't on the top 10. This is just completely a gift from me to you. And that is Legion of Skanks, live from Skankfest, the pay-per-view with Shane Gillis and Ari Shafir. How did I get this? Do I pay money for it? Of course I fucking didn't pay money for this. Um, 
obviously, like I said at the start of the podcast, we'll probably talk more about Skankfest next week, but I couldn't resist the opportunity to sneak this one in at the end. So, Lewis intends to do a body shot. But also, Lewis doesn't know what a body shot is, so they look up what a body shot is. Um, they talk about who would win in a pool fight between Shane or Jay. My money's on Shane. Um, fun fact um, that Lewis gives us, the warehouse they are recording this podcast from, or they're shooting in, wasn't approved by the state till three hours before the recording of this podcast. Like I said, Lewis and Bobby and Alex and Christine and all these guys, they do a great deal of work just to organize this. There's still been 12 rapes at Skankfest, but so was there a Woodstock 99. Um, so the prim- the mostly the premise of this podcast is they interview a bunch of gross-looking guys for Lewis to do a body shot off of. One of them is actually Black Mark from Twitter. So, Black Mark, if you ever hear this, shout out to you, my dude. The darkness. The darkness. Should have never gave you motherfuckers money. I love that dude. He's, he's a really cool dude on Twitter. Um, so, they have a bunch of dudes to try and get Lewis to do get take body shots off of them. From gross dudes with horrible stretch marks to tiny, dirty-looking dudes. And a black man, just for... Diversity. Um, Lewis Motorboat's one of the guys who looks like an older, fatter version of Dalton. Um, Ari throws tacos into the crowd where that were for after the show that Lewis paid for. So they were for, obviously, everyone on the panel. Ari does Ari. Ari tries to sneak in a, maybe Shane should do a body shot off one of these gross, disgusting, fat people. Shane... Being Shane, what a says, what a desperate swing. Wait, did you ever spin the wheel, Ari? Crowd goes mental. Everyone goes, they they fucking lose it. Lewis says they're square. If Ari does a shot off of a dude, he will consider the the wager paid, and it'll be done with. Ari gets angry, takes his shirt off. Um, and then says, apparently, as told by President, as told by President Shafir, he did spin the wheel. It was to eat a goldfish, and that was lame. They told him to spin it again, and he said, "Go fuck yourself." Alex chimes in and says it landed on cum cookie, and Ari tells her to shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> he tells her to shut her fucking bitch mouth. So Ari escapes punishment once again. They didn't bring the wheel to them. To, to, they didn't bring the wheel with them to Texas. Which I have a funny feeling Shane knew, and Ari knew, and Lewis knew. So anyway, Lewis does a shot out of the fattest, grossest dude there, out of his belly button, which apparently had floaties in it, like he hadn't cleaned his belly button in years, uh, with hot sauce for some reason, and sucks a lime out of the dude's mouth as the dude grabs the back of Lewis's head and kisses him. And that is the end of the show. God bless Skankfest. God bless Legion of Skanks. And on that note, that is the end of today's pod. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at SkankfestPod. And follow me on Reddit with the same name. Um, I obviously with Skankfest this week. I've had to 
massive spike in listens. Thank you for listening. Um, it means a lot if you're a new listener. I hope you stick around. If you're an old listener, you know they probably shouldn't. Um, so on that note, please tell a friend, a family member, or a dirty dude who you definitely wouldn't do a shot out of his belly button, know about the pod. And until next week, enjoy Skankfest. The, the Disneyland for degenerates like us. And on that, I must now bid you an adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. I'm just trying to get some mott sticks. Get on the sheets, get some mott sticks and some skull. Shout out Riggin. Shout out Finnegan. <laughs> shout out Orient Mulligan. Need to come. Want me to make you come? Make you come.